Frank, and this is Blatant Frankism, a podcast dedicated to helping arm the community with more of the information necessary to move us forward in a world that seems to be trying its hardest to drag us back to some of the darkest times in our history. The mission of Blatant Frankism is to introduce more voices, perspectives, and experiences into the community dialogue by talking to people that represent various generations, genres, and walks of life. The vision is that each weekly conversation will provide listeners with new information that's relevant to their lives and that inspires them to act on those issues they see affecting their communities. Who knows? One day it could be you, your issue, and our conversation. Let's try to make sense of the world together. Let's provide each other with resources we all need to make it. Let's script our own narrative and stop letting those who don't truly represent us do it. Let's take action. Together. Our objective for this and every week is that by the end of today's show, we will all learn something about ourselves and the world as we each see both and take an action step on a personal or collective level that reflects this learning. Let's get into it. Let's warm up. Question. What kind of person are you? Are you a lone wolf? Or do you prefer to travel in a pack? Are you perfectly comfortable in your own skin? Or do you need others to provide cover? If you're anything like me, you need the cover. But if it's your uncomfortability with yourself that leads you to seek the shelter of others, how comfortable are you truly in your chosen group? Again, if you're anything like me, the answer is not very. As I think about it, I have membership in many groups, educators, a motorcycle club, a book club, among others. In spite of this, I, more times than not, feel alone in the world. So I look forward to engaging in every opportunity to escape these feelings. You a woman question? If you are one of those people that feels the need to address a personal sense of loneliness, searching for something larger to be a part of, looking to be connected to something larger than yourself, wanting to take on an extended family, what criteria do you use? What are they, the members of your self-chosen family, about? Are social issues of concern? I have to admit, as I grow older and watch what the world is becoming, I often look to those in my circle and wonder about the answers to these very same questions. There are a myriad of others, but no matter what your response is, it can't be denied that we all have a need to feel accepted and connected and happily support those to provide these opportunities especially if their mission involves moving the community forward. One such individual is Wally Kennard, or Wally K, or Mr. Miami, founder of Wally K and Friends Group, LLC. Wally K and Friends Group, LLC, is a full-scale event marketing and promotions company based out of the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., they host tastemaker events throughout the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, as well as annual weekend events held in Dallas, Miami, the NBA All-Star Weekend, the NFL Super Bowl, and the CIAA Weekend. In the 15 years since the company has been founded, Wally K and Friends Group has hosted in excess of 75 events and has entertained a host of notable personalities such as Sinai Lathan, Dougie Fresh, Joe Clare, Risa Renee, Emily B., Sam Madison, Alan Iverson, Rajon Rondo, Dave Chappelle, Lance Gross, Lorenz and Lamar Tate, 
John Singleton, Trey Songs, MC Light, Jadicus, Lorenzo Thomas, Big Tigger, and the host of others. Here's my interview with Wiley K. All right. Um, I want to uh, say welcome and thank you to my friend, my brother, Wally Kennard. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate you. Um, why don't you uh, just briefly tell the listeners just something real quick about yourself that's, you know, just something other than what might be in the bio. Oh, first of all, I'm a Dunbar alumni. Yes, sir. Graduate class of 92. Just have, happen to be your class. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I know a little something about that. You know what I mean? And uh, I go by the name of Wally K. Uh, uh, own Wally K and Friends, uh, promotional event company, and I also own Miami Takeover. Uh, so I've been doing that, Miami Takeover, for about 12 years. And uh, looking to give professionals great weekend experience in Miami. That's pretty much it. Okay. I like what I do. I like what I do. I like the DC area. Uh, you know, I went to Miami for a little while. And uh, I'm back home now. And I'm uh, still doing the takeover, still going, going strong. Okay. And uh, other than that, you know, just, just enjoying life. I, I dig it. I dig it. All right. Um. So, um, Wiley K, tell the uh, listeners like, what exactly does a a promoter do? That event planner, promoter. That what you can, you know, what exactly does that entail? Well, you know, uh, event promoter is responsible for making people have an enjoyable experience in whatever it is. I mean, if that's going to a boat show, if that's a party, I mean, if that's a golf tournament, I mean, the whole idea of a promoter is not only getting people to come fellowship and whatever they're promoting, but also have a good time. So, you know, that's what makes the best stand out is when they can give those people that, that memorable experience that they're talking about year after year, and when they remember it and, and, and bring it back up, it, it makes them feel good. So that's the sign of a good promoter, I would say. Okay. So how how do you think of, like, what, how do you go from, from planning an event from, like, start to finish, from concept to, yo, it's over, let's move on to the next? Well, the first thing you do, you got to have a vision. Uh, and you have to a lot of times think outside the box. Because you definitely want people to come experience something that they might not have experienced before, but uh, it takes a vision. But not only does it take vision, it takes a team of people that know what they're doing to make the event go and be successful. Uh, a lot of times, man, I like to try to hire people that are subject matter experts and whatever I'm needing them to do. Uh, a lot of times promoters try to take on too many jobs and they don't execute properly and uh, the event doesn't go as they envision because they're trying to do too many things. So, you know, that's one thing that I try to do. You know, I try to find out who is a, who is a subject matter expert and whatever I might be doing. That's lighting, sound, entertainment, or whatever it is, you know. Okay. All right. What uh, what inspired you, um, or who inspired you to go down this path? Well, you know, I, I kind of started off 
back in high school, actually, you know, throwing pool parties and things of that makes I know you remember those. And, I, I, I might know, remember like, a pool party or two. I might. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, that, that's, how it all, that's how it all started. And, uh, you know, throwing backyard pool parties and uh, making people have a good time. So, you know, from that point, I enjoy seeing people have a good time because I like to have a good time. Right. So, you know, as far as, as far as, um, you know, inspire, inspiration, I mean, I'm inspired by anybody that's doing a job at a high level. Um, you know, the Mark Bonds of the world. You know, Abdul's, a couple guys down in Miami that I look up to, uh, Louis Oliver and Mike Gardner, who do live in Miami. Um, those are people that, you know, I definitely uh, look up to, and, 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 and they've been doing it at a high level for a long time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like to I like to try to do things similar to do my thing at a high level for a long time. So. So you, you named some some guys like um, Mark Barnes, Abdul. So of course, being from the area, I, I know about them. Who you named some guys in Miami? Are there other? How did you learn about these? Was it, was it just your experience, like being here and going to Miami, or do you do you get around to see promoters from other areas? What what is the network like? Well, you know, for me, um, I lived in Miami for ten years. Right. And uh, so, in living in Miami, I was doing events in Miami as well. So, you know, I was promoting in Miami, but you know, when you're promoting, it's kind of like a fraternity. So, you know, uh, those guys were, you know, I've been there from when they started their events to where they are now. Okay. And I've always supported them, and they've always supported me. Um, as far as, you know, just the different events, I've been doing All-Star Weekends for the last maybe 16 17 years, mm-hmm. and uh, and when you're doing events at big and major events, you meet a lot of different promoters from all over. Um, you, you you begin when you're doing events. You, you sometimes you even battling them and throwing events on the same day, and so you you kind of know who's who. And like like I was saying before, when you begin to do things on a high level, only kind of like the stars survive. So you kind of like you know who they are. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean, uh, you know, we like the All-Star Weekends and the Super Bowl Weekends and the, uh, the Black Funk Fest Weekends and all those weekends, uh, 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 you kind of know because a lot of the, the big heavyweights partner up to do events okay. uh, to, get, to leverage getting the, the top end, top tier entertainment. So okay. that's how that works out. Nice. All right. So you, you talked about it being kind of like a fraternity. You know, you get to know um, the people and, you know, the, I guess the strong survive kind of um, thinking about the, the, the aspect of fraternity or family or things like that. Um, I'm thinking what what kind of struggles have you faced either personally or professionally in doing this that, you know, have kind of caused you to turn to like your community, you, you know, your 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 fraternity, your your family or, you know, what what. What are those areas that you know you think you need the, the most support in when you're kind of taking on this kind of endeavor? Well, first of all, you got to get people to believe that you can do what your vision is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but from a standpoint of you know what kind of issues and things that I had, one of the biggest issues I think in doing what I do was to kind of travel and entertainment is getting people to believe that your market will bring the dollars that they're looking for. Okay. Um, okay. And, you know, so like, take for example, South Beach. Uh, South Beach is not known to be very receptive and inviting to 
our demo, which is Afro Americans, uh, it's pretty uh, it's a pretty tough market to get into. Okay. Um, because they try to give us the the worst nights and uh, the, ba- the, the you know the, the not the best deal on hotels. But you know what we've been able to do with you know the Miami Takeover brand is I've been able to leverage bringing in the right folks um, to get what we need from a, from a hotel city buy-in standpoint. Right. So like take for example over the years I've done most of all the beachfront properties that are on South Beach. Um, so I try to give everybody a good product, but what it also does is when you're able to pay your bills on time, you're able to bring people in large number, uh, no matter what they might have a perception of, they, money has no, no color sometimes. So, you know, they, they like, oh, I hate about the Miami takeover. And now it's become somewhat of a, uh, a bidding war, you know, hotel before I leave town, they want me to come check out their spot and bring everybody over to their location which also helps me with my current location because now I'm able to get even better deals. So, you know, in the beginning, all the deals weren't there as they are now. Um, I think that we have opened up, you know, the, the, the floodgates to give the beach a different perception of us. Right. And like I said, it, it, it's been working, you know what I mean? So, you know, those have been some of the, 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 the tough things, you know, because one of the things that people don't realize is when you go to a city like that and you're bringing events where people have you know, major numbers, um, the city itself can turn on you by making you pay for extra police and, and, and overtime and things of that nature for your event. But, you know, we've been able to structure it where we're connected with the municipality and the city, uh, the Miami Beach Police, the Miami Beach Fire Department. But they kind of like, you know, they partner with us to allow us to come back, you know what I mean, okay. and, and welcome us back. Okay. So I try to make sure I try to make sure I do community service and all that type of thing too. You know. Right. So, okay. So. All right. That sounds good. That's that's actually what um kind of what I was thinking about like the obstacles or the roadblocks you face um that are more significant to you as a person of color than you know your your counterparts um and so mm-hmm. that that's exactly what you know, what I was was wondering um so in in asking I guess that leads into my next question what. In terms of, you know, you say taking, you know, our demo to these areas, um, how, how do you think events like this, I guess, maybe move move the community forward or, or, or how do they, how, how yeah, how, how are they, how are events like this, you know, helping to, you know, move the conversation forward, move the community forward in terms of, you know, I guess, what's going on now and kind of uniting us or, or just... Opening conversation for where we are in society now, I guess. What what is your what are your views on that? Um, I think that anytime you have people that can structure things properly and get them done, mm-hmm. um, you know, time speaks for itself. So when you show people your resume that you've been doing this twelve years, you've been bringing these a uh, uh, group of people down, and you know. Uh, I owe it all to God that we have not had major incidents. So, you know, those are things that, you know, that's how you move it forward, you know, um, that is showing that, hey, you know, you get a lot of uh, African-Americans together, they can't come down, have fun, fellowship, and leave my town uh, better than when they left. So, you know, that's one of the things I try to do is change the image of us, you know what I mean? Um, and what I mean by that is, I like, take for example, 
know, every year for the last maybe six or seven years, on Sunday in my weekend, I get up and I take people down to the beach, clean the beach up. Um, so, you know, what promoter you go goes to a town, brings people in and have them get up on a Sunday and clean up the beach, you know what I mean? Right. But in doing that, in doing that, we, we, the people that we interact with, you know, all the people that are on the beach are of different, most of the time, different acting groups. And they're like, you know, what are you guys doing? And, you know, we tell them we clean the beach and it is like in awe, like, are you for real? Like, yeah, you know, everybody has on mind to take over t-shirts, we explain to them what we're doing. But that changes the perception, you know what I mean? Right. So now every little thing that you do has some type of adverse effect. So, you know, those type of things allow people to talk positively about us as a as, as a people, you know what I mean? As opposed to having a, a, a ratchetness or, or, or bad events or things happening, getting in the news with not the good press, but the bad press. And, you know, I mean, they take one little thing and, and make it more than what it is. So, you know, we, we, we try to change that. And I think, you know, I've been successfully doing that. And uh, we're happy and we're proud. We're proud of that. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So that that that's as far as like the Miami takeover, other events. Like what events or what 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 do you do locally? Um, what endeavors do you have locally that are kind of giving back? Well, what I do here is I do I normally do uh, toy drive every every Christmas. Okay. Uh, around Christmas time. And uh, and I support a lot of different charities. Okay. Uh, at any given time, um, those are the two things that, that have been. I used to a couple of years ago. I used to do dental screening for kids. Oh, okay. Uh, Colgate, because Colgate is one of my sponsors as well. Uh-huh. So you know, uh, we've done an Easter egg hunts and things of that nature, where you know we provide dental screening for you know uh, uh, disadvantaged kids. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's something that we have on our platform that we use often to kind of give back. Uh, like I said, I try to, I try to leverage my sponsorships mm-hmm. and, and, and get them to get back into the community with me as well. So, I mean, you know, that's, yeah, um, that, that's smart. You get, get the, get the big dogs in there <laughs> doing some work, yeah, some real, yeah, some real work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what is we uh, got a few minutes left what is hmm no you know what you you spoke about you know changing the image or you know of of how people see us in groups you know think about those group dynamics right and you said mm-hmm. you, you've managed to avoid you know any major issues or anything what 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 do you what do you think contributes to that you know because in any situation um, you know, things I was at an Erica Badu concert in Atlantic City on Saturday night and flat out two folks started fighting in front of Erica Badu. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck, and these are grown folks, not that, you know, but in, in older <laughs> folks. And so like, so what, what, how do you, how do you think you've managed to like, what is it about the event or, or the plan or, you know, you know, what is it about it that you think you've managed to avoid those kinds of things? I mean, I think, you know, with anything, it's all, it's always about, first of all, thinking about what can happen. Right. And trying to eliminate things before they happen. Right. And also don't allow things to escalate. 
So, you know, one of the things that I do, uh, I hire security staff that comes from the D.C. area. I also get uh, security and police from the Miami Beach area. But the reason why I get and bring down security from D.C. area is not only do we know the folks, but we know our folks and how they act. So, you know, I'm always prepping my guys to de-escalate the situation as soon as possible. You see people uh, upset at each other, arguing, you know, don't try to be super security guard, but tone down the situation first. So, you know, those are things that I try to put on my team that, uh, like I said, could could make uh, a situation tone down before it explodes. So, you know, a lot of times without having the proper Security allowed things. A lot of times, alcohol and people—I mean, alcohol and drinks and partying—things can get out of hand real quick. So you gotta, you gotta plan for it. You know what I mean? Plan for it. I, I mean, I completely understand this. Is I mean, you know, it's the same thing they tell you know educators to do, teachers. You know, you know, plan for all those questions, all those misconceptions that you think may happen. You know, so mm-hmm. you can be ready to answer it or address it as it arises. I got you. And I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. Um, one final question for this portion. What is the best part about what you do? What makes you, what brings you the most joy, Mr. Miami? Well, man, I mean, uh, uh, I mean uh, the, the thing that brings me the most joy of my takeover is when you can go to a barbershop, you can go to a, a grocery store, and somebody say, hey, you want to do my own I went five years ago and I had a ball while well, I'm still talking about it. Or, you know, those are the things that makes it all worthwhile where you can give people their lifelong memorable experiences that, you know, when when they when they think about it, they like, I had a good time. Another good thing that, you know, uh, is, good is, when, is when I run into people and they say, hey, you know, uh, I'm getting married. I met my girlfriend. Uh, I met my wife on my fiance in Black Chico. Those are things that, oh. you know, you'd be like, why? you like, really? Or, you know, somebody hit me up. <laughs> I got another funny one. I had a friend that hit me up. Uh, Probably about two years ago, he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, my daughter's three. I think, uh, you know, I have, I, I, <laughs> she's a minor takeover baby." <laughs> okay. So you know, you know what I mean? Like, people having a great time, and hey. when people have a great time, when people have a great time, they remember it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you know that's what. That, that, and like I said, you can't take. You can't take good memories away, that's for sure. You know what I mean? Sometimes people want to forget bad memories, but you can't take a good memory away. And I think, you know, like I said, when people come, a lot of times they have a perception. Mm-hmm. And by the time they leave, their perception is totally different because they are listening to people that sometimes have never been. Or they listen to somebody who doesn't want to see or take over the world. Right. Or they, like, they, just, they just listen to the bad information. So the one thing I tell everybody is, at least try it once before you down it. Never right. listen to nobody and make them make a decision for you. So, you know, um, if you like to travel, you like to have fun, you like to, um, you like good accommodation, we got all that for you, you know what I mean? And we take our, our genre of music outside the box, outside of D.C., outside the diamond, you know what I mean? So that was my whole goal with the takeover anyway, okay. was, to, was to bring D.C. to Miami, but bring our music to Miami as well, so that's the reason. All right. All right, well, that wraps the uh, formalized portion of this interview. Um, We have a series of questions now 
um, very quickly. What I need you to do is I need you to give me five numbers between 1 and 69. 1 and 69, I'm giving you uh, 40, 44, 9, 15, Uh, I need two, seven. All right, so that's five. Now give me one number between one and 26. Thirty. Oh, you said one and 26? Yeah. Uh, I need 10. All yeah. right, here we go. Question number two. Cake or pie? Pie. Pie. What kind of pie? Apple. Peace. Fine <laughs> Interesting. All right. Question seven. What is the weirdest thing you have ever eaten for breakfast that is not a breakfast food? Hmm. I would say. <clears throat> say what? I would say spaghetti. I would say spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Okay. All right. Not a breakfast food. You're correct. Number nine, what is your go-to junk food? Gummy bears. Gummy bears. Interesting. All right. Fifteen. Oh. Do you enjoy reading? I would say yes. Yeah. What do you read, Wilder? What do you read? Well, mostly I'm just reading stuff that's on the internet. When you ask about reading, you read some novels and books. No. <laughs> All right. I, I appreciate your honesty there. Uh, question 44. <laughs> 44. What's the first concert you ever attended? Oh, man. I guess the first concert I probably been to was Go Live. Hey. 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 Yeah. I feel you on that one. Back to school jams, Go Go Live. Yes, sir. And question 10, 1 through 26. <laughs> what is a funny, uh, appropriate pickup line that works for you? Mm. <laughs> you married and love engaged. How the hell did that work? You know, let me get an answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. All right. Guess you just got to get the door open any kind of way, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Wiley K., uh, Mr. Miami, I want to thank you, sir, friend, brother, for joining me on this. Anytime. Anytime. I'd love to come back on anytime. I, I, I enjoy it. I will, uh, 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 talking about you know life and what I do and, and, and how we can expand the brand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always here for that. I appreciate you, brother, and I will uh, talk to you uh, soon. All right. Thank you. I want to thank my friend, my brother, <laughs> Wally K, Mr. Miami, for joining me on this week's show. We go back, way back, back in the time. <laughs> I'm proud of him and proud to know him. If you haven't done so already, check him and the Miami Takeover out at www.themiamitakeover.com. That's www.themiamitakeover.com.
O-V-E-R.com. Again, check them out. Just do it. You know, um, thinking about this week's interview and what to take from it, um, I think for me, it's the sense of the collective, the group dynamic, the family, um, you know, as Wiley explained it when, you know, he's planning an event, he is thinking about bringing those people on who are, um, you know, as he says, subject matter experts. Um, and I think when you're thinking about those people who you feel connected to, you know, that, that group of folks that, um, you are a part of, they are, you know, somewhat subject matter experts on you as you are on them. And, you know, it, it, it makes me think about that aspect of my life. Um, you know, I, I am a part of all of these different um, groups of people, all of these different makeups of individuals, um, you know, from my co-workers at school, to my motor club, to my book club, to my family, to my secondary work family, to, <laughs> you know, there are just so many different aspects of me. And I just keep thinking about how I show up in all of these different spaces with those groups. And I often feel like what I show up is as um, may not be what I want it to be. And I understand that, you know, sometimes we are our toughest critics. But, you know, it, it's hard sometimes, you know, having to rely on outside opinions and judgments and, 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 and verdicts to somehow justify who you are and then the, the the situation becomes, well, that's not what it should be. No one's uh, uh, opinion or, or judgment or thoughts or anything else should play a part in how I view me, but that's just not the world. At least that's not my world. And so I find myself actively fighting against that and and you know, it comes back um, to the whole conversation with Wally because I find myself seeking solace because of how I am feeling within those particular group settings. You know, like, right now I'm experiencing some <laughs> difficulties, you know, with my family. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's 
causing me to, you know, uh, I guess reframe my my perspective on my role in the family, you know. Um, it's a situation that's. Um, It's not new, <laughs> but it, it it it's it 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 never gets old, <laughs> you know. Um, it's just always feeling like you know you're being pitted against each other, and you know at some point you just start to think to yourself, you know. What do I matter to this situation? What 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 do I matter to this to this group to this family? You know. So, you know, in thinking about the group dynamics, um, this is a situation that 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 causes me to um. Reevaluate my understanding, and it just makes me think, um, or makes me reflect on what I feel like. Sometimes, you know, I I lack in personal restraint. You know, not not not. Worrying about how folks view me, but I do. You know, I do. And the unfortunate part of that is that you know I often live inside my head, and it's these views that I have created. You know, they may be right, may be wrong, but I don't know because I've only created them because, you know, I've had those anxiety-riddled moments where I have played out, you know, acted out these situations in my mind that always seem to be centered on some type of judgment of me. It's difficult. You know, um, it's difficult realizing who you are or trying to realize who you are in spite of what you have taught yourself you are, you know, in spite of what the challenges you have faced have taught you that you are. And so I find myself in that space in the midst of all those groups that I belong to, you know, reimagining, re-understanding who I am. And then that, that leads to a re-understanding of who I am in these groups and these dynamics. And it's still <laughs> difficult. There are things happening, things that I'm thinking about, things that uh, are affecting me that 
you know, are changing who I am fundamentally, I feel. And so that makes me wonder what my position or placement or importance or whatever it is within each of these groups will be. And so that's where I am right now. Um, that's where I am right now. Group dynamics. Interesting. Even in thinking about thinking about who I am. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the group. So, that's something to think about. Alright. So this week I don't have anybody uh, set up for the uh, You Don't Get a Hall Pass segment. I was uh, thinking about Mr. Uh, Jesse Smollett, but I don't have all of the facts, so I'm uh, not going to go there. I do know that um, I'm inclined to believe that what he said happened, happened, only because of, you know, the circumstances that he laid out before us. However, I'm also not inclined to believe what he said happened, happened, because of how those circumstances have been picked apart (laughs) by those studying what's going on. Now, I do believe the uh, Chicago PD is a little more chatty Cathy than uh, they should be. But the things they're releasing, you know, give one pause if they were supportive of uh, Mr. Smollett. Smollett, excuse me. But uh, again, I'm going to uh, withhold my judgment. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. So, your homework for this and every week is come through to come through. I don't mean stop by. Well, not literally, and not yet. I mean, think about what you heard today. What resonates with you? What groups are you a part of? How are you and your partners moving the community forward? How are you supporting each other? How are you supporting those around you? How are you leveraging your resources to help the community? What actions are you going to take? Have you taken? Tell me about it. As a matter of fact, let me know your thoughts about that and the show as well. As I said, I'm a teacher. I have an open door policy. Contact me with any questions, comments, or concerns via email at bfrankism at gmail.com. That's the letter B. F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M at gmail.com. And on Twitter and Instagram at bfrankism. That's the letter B, F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M. We didn't win the Powerball last week, but we'll keep playing. Today's Powerball numbers are 2, 7, 9, 15, 44, and the Powerball is 10. If you win, pay it forward, or put it back into the community. Today and always, don't forget to check on somebody. And if you need somebody to check on you, let them know. Alright, that's it for this week. See you next Wednesday. Get at me.